Hey, thanks for tuning in to the Keep Moving Forward podcast with Tom O'Leary. I am so grateful. Thanks for giving feedback, ideas for future podcasts. I encourage you to do that. Uh, and you you know what? Your podcast might show up, the message you wanted. And uh, thanks for passing the messages on. Again, thank you uh, if you're able to uh, donate. And you can go to the website, tomolary.org, and hit the, the uh, give button. Uh, such a blessing. So grateful. Well, I'm excited about today's podcast. My dad had some sayings that he would say throughout my life. And uh, I've shared on the Keep Moving Forward podcast that my, my father passed away. He's dancing with Jesus in heaven. Uh, but last July... He went to be with the Lord, but he was just such a unbelievable human being. And he would have these phrases. And one of his phrases, one of his little quotes that he would say all the time is, this too shall pass. And so if he knew I was going through a hard time, a hard season, a situation, a challenge, he would just look me in the eye and say, this too shall pass. Uh, you know, and he just had like these, these phrases, you know, patience is a virtue. <laughs> he always liked that one. Uh, you know, just all these great ones. You know, don't, don't worry about what you have no control over. Now, that's a great one. And I could give a biblical foundation from the Word of God on how that really does make sense to not worry, because the scripture says don't worry about anything, but pray about everything. You know, so so this phrase of this too shall pass. Now here's the interesting thing about it, because you have probably heard that quote as well sometime in your life. Maybe you've used it. Maybe you've wondered, is it in the Bible? Well, actually, the exact words, this too shall pass, is not in the Bible. However, there are scriptures that would share that sentiment. Now, it is kind of interesting. Solomon of uh, the Old Testament, King Solomon, there is a Jewish story. It's not in the Word of God or the Bible. It's just a story that at one point he was asked this question and, and his phrase was, this too shall pass away. In fact, I believe it was Abraham Lincoln that actually quoted that as well from this, this story. But what Solomon did do is he wrote the book of Ecclesiastes in the Old Testament. And one of the wisest men at that time. And he wrote this in Ecclesiastes 3, verse 1. There is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. Now, maybe you thought that was just the lyrics from the birds in the 60s. (laughs) But no, it's from Scripture. There is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. And then it goes on and gives us a big list, you know, a time to be born, a time to die, a, a time to plant, a time to uproot, all this, this great list. It's all found in Ecclesiastes chapter three. But it's interesting in verse one that there's a season for everything. There's a season. And by definition, season is a period of time. And so, What I'd like to do is give you these scriptures 
that really speak and have the sentiment of this too shall pass. I I think this is going to be a blessing to you because you might be in a situation right now that's very challenging and you're wondering, this thorn in your flesh, is this ever going to go away? This challenge you're facing, is it ever going to go away? This bad news that you're trying to unpack and, and it seems like it's unraveling and you're not unpacking it and it's just getting messy. Is this going to pass this season. So I want to give you five scriptures that speak to the sentiment of this too shall pass. So here we go. We're going to start in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 17 and 18, that just powerfully speaks to this idea that these troubles we're going to, that, you know, they will pass ultimately one day for sure. But here we go. 2 Corinthians 4, verse 17 and 18. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but what is unseen, since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. Notice the scripture says what's temporary. And certainly this life on earth is temporary. And what is unseen is eternal, being with God in heaven forever and ever and ever and ever. But it starts out in verse 17 and says that these troubles are momentary. So here's number one. Here's the takeaway of this too shall pass. This wisdom is Take on an eternal perspective, an eternal perspective. I know it's so hard. And when we're going through challenges, it's so easy to be temporal and in the moment. And isn't it funny that it says the troubles are momentary, you know, moment by moment, right? And there will be a day where you're going to see this eternal glory. And so that gives you the the ability to grab a hold of, you know what I'm going through? This too will pass. And it is true. It, For example, let's say you have a health situation and maybe you're going to have to battle that your entire life here on earth. But one day it will be taken away. And guess what? It might, it could be taken away tomorrow. I mean, who knows? I mean, here's a crazy thing. Uh, my wife, Sherry, had this stomach problem, bug, virus, whatever it was, for two months straight, this was just recently, two months straight, every single day, cramping, and it just wasn't good. It was horrible. It was painful. And there comes a time where she's thinking like, is this going to be with me for the rest of my life? And she's going to a couple different doctors and trying different things. And then One day, about two months into this horrible stomach problem, it just went away. It just went away. And so that, in case, was a momentary trouble. And it was a season for sure. Because remember, season is a period of time. Just straight out of Ecclesiastes 3.1, a season is a period of time. And so she was in this two-month season, this two-month period that was really, really painful. And 
for whatever reason, in the big picture of God's grace and love and wisdom and truth and all that good things, that he delivered her. And all of a sudden, it was like, boom, uh, she was all better. (laughs) We don't really have any answers of what the problem was or, you know, what the solution was. But we are sure grateful to God and, and thankful. And in those times, we have to take on an eternal perspective and focus on what is unseen, knowing that God is eternal. He is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. He's holding all things together. The scripture says that Jesus Christ is holding the whole universe together. It's just so powerful. So if he can hold the whole universe together, my friend, he can hold your life together. So number one, as in this whole theme of this too shall pass, number one, we need to take on an eternal perspective. Okay, number two, that's from 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. This is going to talk a little bit about temptation. So the scripture here, 1 Corinthians 10, 13 says, No temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. Okay, so first of all, it's saying temptation is common to everybody, all mankind. So we all face it. But then it really reminds us God's faithful. And He's not going to allow you to be tempted beyond what you can bear. Now, sometimes people take this scripture out of context of like, God will never, you know, give you more than you can handle and, you know, all that. Because I know a lot of us were like, wow, I don't know if I could have handled that. But yes, guess what? God is faithful and he is never going to leave you. He's never going to forsake you. He's going to be with you to the very, very end. And in all that, it says that even when you are tempted, God will provide a way out. So guess what number two is in this, you know, this too shall pass. Look for God's way out. Look for God's way out. Be what I love the word intentional. Be intentional. Be on the lookout. You know, be looking for God's fingerprints, you know. And if you're facing a particular temptation, I mean, Cut it off, you know, go to God, cry out to God, go to other uh, friends who are strong believers and share with them. And and boy, when you expose that to the light, woo, the power comes in. But see, God might be providing you an avenue and a path out of this trial, out of this temptation that maybe you haven't seen yet. And I would just encourage you to open your eyes and even pray, God, what's my way out of this? Look for God's way out. It reminds me when I was in college and I was in this one particular uh, situation, this moment of temptation, of just temptation. And, you know, what, you know, the big drama, was I going to, you know, bite on the, the sin and, the, you know, the t- this temptation? And all of a sudden, this 80s Christian rock band, which has this hilarious name called Weber and the Buzztones. And they had this one song about temptation where they're going, run away, run away, go ahead and run away. Something like that. It was really, uh, well, it was the 80s. So there you go. But 
what was so great about it is I'm in this moment of temptation and the Weber and the buzz tone song comes flying into my mind. And all of a sudden I'm hearing this run away, run away, and I'm like, I'm out of here. And I dash out and get out of that temptation. And you know, hey, that was God's victory. It was God providing a way out. First Corinthians 10 13. He's going to provide a way out. And so look for God's way out. Okay, number three, we're going to go to the words of Jesus. John 16, verse 33, Jesus says, I've told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Number three is receive the peace of Christ. That is so important in this whole wise words of this too shall pass. This idea that it's a season. It's this challenge. Uh, You know, it's this understanding that Jesus is our lifeguard. Help is on the way. He is our rescuer. And we can actually receive this peace. Now, notice in John 16, 33, Jesus said, you will have trouble in this world. You will. Not if, not maybe, not possibly, not once in a while. <laughs> it's like, no, you will. You will have trouble in this world. And so we have to, in that place, receive his peace. And because so Jesus reminds us, but I've overcome the world. So you don't have to fear it. You don't have to go down the road of anxiety and being filled with anxious thoughts. No, you can receive the peace of Christ that transcends understanding. Goes like up and above. I love that scripture. It it goes up and above what you and I as mortal human beings can figure out. Because we want to figure it out. We want to solve it. We want to, you know, try to map it out and all that and you can actually experience peace and not even have all the answers. That's, that's what it means. You know, the peace that surpasses understanding. I just got a text this morning, this morning from my brother-in-law who his grandson has gone to the hospital three days in a row. And this third day, it was not looking good. He's like pale and, and sore and he's just a little guy and He's throwing up and, and the doctors can't figure out what it is. And so immediately, I guess I, that would be my, my grandnephew, if it's my brother-in-law's grandson, you know, I'm the great uncle and, and Sherry and I just started praying and started praying for him and praying for our nephew and niece, the parents. And, and, you know, we can receive these words of trouble at any time in this world, you will have trouble. And we just immediately went to God and started praying for his protection and his power and his healing. And, and, uh, I believe things are getting better. We're still looking for some more answers, but in that moment, one of our prayers is that my brother-in-law would experience peace. My nephew and niece would experience peace. And then the little guy that's going through this illness, that he could even experience the peace and the presence and the protection of God. So it's so important. Jesus' words, uh, you know, this too shall pass. Well, receive the peace of Christ while you're going through it. Okay, number four. 
I've got two more for you. Number four, Romans 2, 4 says, or do you show contempt for the riches of God's kindness, his forbearance and patience, not realizing that God's kindness leads you toward repentance? It's the kindness of God that leads you and me, knuckleheads, knuckleheads like me, you, I don't know if you're a knucklehead. Maybe you're not a knucklehead, but a knucklehead like me, it, it, it's God's kindness that has knuckleheads turned to God. Like, oh God, he loves me. He's for me. Why would I want to turn away from that? Why would I want to turn to the enemy of my soul and turn to sin and all of that? He loves me. He's for me. He's showing patience. He's showing forbearance, uh, this endurance, this tolerance, this kindness. Uh, and all of a sudden, it something turns in your heart and he goes, wow, he loves me. Well, I love him. So I want to do what pleases him and honors him. And so number four is just this, recognize God's kindness and patience with you. So when you're going through this challenge, you're going through this uphill battle, right? And we all do. And Jesus said it would happen. And in that moment, recognize the kindness God has shown you, the patience that he has shown you, and the forgiveness and mercy that he gives you. It says God's kindness leads you, leads me, leads us to turn to him. And so in those moments where you're thinking, okay, w- will this pass? Well, guess what? Recognize God's kindness and his patience with you. And that's going to give you patience to endure this test. Just like our last podcast, this is a test. It's only a test. Now, let me say this to those who pro- possibly, possibly had a not so great upbringing or uh, parent model or father figure. And, you know, really it can be a challenge if you went through that as a child and a young person. Uh, You know, I call it the triple A father. There's three kinds of fathers and they all start with the letter A. Uh, One is the angry father. Uh, one is the absent father, and then one is the affectionate father, triple A father. And so you may have had an angry father, and so you maybe project that on God the Father. And you feel like he's this angry God that, you know, uh, the silver hammer from heaven is going to smash you if you don't just get it together and all that. And, and that's just not true. He's not that kind of God. Uh, maybe you had the, the absent father, the absentee father, where he just wasn't around. I mean, maybe he lived in the same house, but never showed any attention. Or, you know, maybe through a divorce or some tragic situation, just wasn't there. And so maybe you sometimes feel like God the Father just doesn't hear you, doesn't listen to your prayers, isn't interested in you. So many people think that God is so busy with all the problems of the world. And yes, there are a lot of problems in the world, to be sure. But God's bigger. 
God's greater. He holds the whole world in his hands. He's holding the whole universe together. And so he can handle your problem. So don't don't go down that road that God's the absent father or God's the angry father. No, you know what? He's the affectionate father. He loves you with an everlasting love. It's his his faithfulness is so great. His compassions and mercies are new every morning. Wow. He's looking after you. He's looking out for you. He's your affectionate father. So number four, recognize God's kindness and patience with you and you can turn your heart toward him. Okay, last one. Number five, Philippians chapter 3, verse 12, Apostle Paul pins this and he says this, not that I've already obtained all this or have already arrived at my goal, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. So he's, he's saying, I, I haven't hit perfection. I haven't arrived to my goal and my target that I'm going after here and in following God and walking out his purpose for my life and all of that. But then he says, I do press on to take hold of that which Christ Jesus took hold of me, meaning the very purpose that Jesus took hold of him, that's what he's going to press on to. So he knows there's this greater purpose. There's this higher purpose. And guess what? That's number five. Know that there is a higher purpose. Listen, Christ Jesus took hold of you. He took hold of you. So we should go after that, what the scripture says. I'm going to take hold of that, which Christ Jesus took hold of me. You know, so it's this idea that there's a higher purpose. He has this higher purpose. That's why he grabbed a hold of you. That's why he pulled you out and saved you. That, that you are uh, been made in the image of God. You're his workmanship. And so you got to go there. You got to go there. You got to know there is a higher purpose. So you're going through this horrible challenge. It might be financial, it might be physical, it might be spiritual or emotional, it might be relational, a relationship. It's painful, it's hard. And I'm telling you, God is going to see you through. This too shall pass because God has a higher purpose. You know, I'll tell you what, I've endured some very, very painful challenges, painful, deep pain, and especially over the last four to five years. And, you know, Sherry and I ended up, you know, moving to, you know, really I'd call it a new community. And I'm telling you what, I am seeing God has a higher purpose. These, you know, friends we're making, these connections we're making, these, you know, community, uh, Christian community that we're in and uh, Bible studies and prayer partners and, you know, I'm serving on the board at Fellowship of Christian Athletes, you know, uh, amazing, you know, opportunities and just things that just keep opening up. So I'm so grateful and I'm seeing that through the pain, God had and has a higher purpose. And my friend, he's got a higher purpose for you. So you might be going through it right now, but I'm telling you, these words of wisdom 
that Scripture will support, this too shall pass. So let me recap how Scripture supports this words of wisdom, this too shall pass. Ecclesiastes 3 tells us there's a season for everything, every activity. And remember, season is a period of time. So there's a start and there's a finish. And so because of that, number one, we take on an eternal perspective. 2 Corinthians 4, 17 and 18. Number two, we look for God's way out when temptation hits. You know, and temptation might be just to throw in the towel. Well, 1 Corinthians 10, 13, he's going to show you a way out. Look for God's way out. That's number two. Number three, the words of Jesus. John 16, 33, receive the peace of Christ. That's number three. Receive it. Jesus said, you will have trouble. Not if, not maybe, but you will. So, In that, he's overcome the world so you can rest in him, receive his peace. Number four, recognize God's kindness and patience with you. His kindness toward you, his patience with you. And that's Romans 2, 4. And when we do, it leads us back to him. So that's really important because when you're going through that huge challenge, that huge trial, and you're trying to believe this too shall pass, Oh boy, you gotta, you gotta remember God's kindness and His patience. And then the last one, number five, uh, no, there's a higher purpose. That was that Philippians 3.12. You know, we're gonna take hold of that, of why Jesus Christ took hold of us. And that's the higher purpose. And it's so important. It, it, it gives us hope. It fuels us with hope. It drives us with hope when we can just bolt on to that, that word of God. So, there you go. This too shall pass. I want to pray for you. Oh, Father in heaven, thank you for everyone, everyone that's listening to this podcast, this message. God, I pray that you would encourage them, that there are seasons and those seasons have a start and a finish. And God, that you, they'd have this eternal perspective and hold all things loosely, temporal, the temporal things, but like hang on to, hold on to the eternal things. And Lord, that their eyes be looking to you and the, the paths that you're going to provide, that they'd experience the peace of Christ and, and really feel your kindness toward them, your love toward them, and that they'd have that really understanding that you have a greater purpose, God. You have this higher purpose. And that all those things would pull them through this challenging season. And so, Lord, bless them. Fill them with your spirit. Encourage them, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, God bless you. You know, I know how it can go. Tough times, but this too shall pass. We just covered it from God's word. And uh, you know, if you know someone who's going through a rough challenge, gosh, just send them this message, text them the link, email them the link, or just tell them to go to the uh, tomoleary.org website and they'll have all the messages. But this particular message, maybe if someone's going through it, they're in this challenging season, this really difficult season, maybe they need this message. Thanks again for all your support, all your love, all your feedback. Um, thank you if you're able to donate as such a blessing, uh, you know, $10 a month, $20 a month, whatever that would work out for you and your budget. If God puts that on your heart, uh, I'm, I'm just so grateful and we'll just keep it rolling. 
uh, with the Keep Moving Forward podcast. Let me remind you, God loves you. He loves you. He loves you. And I'm for you. God bless.